Show, your home for car talk covering the latest news to the greatest views on the biggest names in performance, sports, and just plain cool driving machines. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show. Hello to you, the automotive faithful. I am Reverend Hatfield, and I welcome you to Driven Radio Show, where we bring you the gospel of internal combustion. Here with me in the Driven Radio pulpit is our engineer and co-host, Minister Mark Groves. Justify! And returning to the flock, the genius behind YouTube's Craving Cars, Mr. Corey Pratt. Hey, that's me. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. We are coming to you from the temple of all things automotive, the Driven Radio Show Studios. We've got a lot of news to cover this week. We haven't done news in a while. This is why Mr. Corey is back. I feel like we're in the uh, Church Hatfield here. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) With the rotting steeple. (laughs) We haven't covered news in a long time. There's a lot of stuff going on, but something happened yesterday that made it, we really need to talk about this. Mr. Mark? Rally driver Ken Block uh, died in a snowmobile accident. Sources, car and driver, legendary American rally racer, YouTube star, DC Shoes, and Hoonigan co-founder Ken Block died January 2nd, 2023, in a snowmobiling accident in Park City, Utah. He was 55, and he survived by his wife, Lucy, and three kids. Now, the loss of Ken Block is, uh, is horrible. He was not just a racer or a TV figure. He changed automotive culture. To skim over his mm-hmm. biography is impressive enough. Uh, after co-founding the successful skate shoe company, DC Shoes, Ken Block decided to try rally racing inspired by his friend Travis Pastrana. He was almost 40 at the time and within a year was finishing in the top 10 in his class. He lived life and fast forward partnering with winning co-driver Alex Gelsimino, uh meddling at the X Games and participating in five different rally series over the next two decades. At the same time, he was appearing on television shows like Top Gear and Stunt Junkies and racing one-off events like One Lap of America. Uh, the Wasatch County, Utah Sheriff's Office posted on Facebook that his 9-11 call center received a call at approximately 2 p.m. that there had been a snowmobile accident. And search and rescue and personnel from the Sheriff's Office, the Utah State Parks, and the U.S. Forest Service all responded. The post said, quote, The driver, Kenneth Block, 55-year-old male out of Park City, Utah, was riding a snowmobile on a steep slope when the snowmobile upended, landing on top of him. He was pronounced deceased at the scene from injuries sustained in the accident. Mr. Block was riding with a group, but was alone when the accident occurred. That's that's absolutely accurate when they say that Block changed uh, the car world. It, it's it's not an exaggeration at all, and you'd almost have to be living under a rock not to have seen something he did. But we were talking pre-show, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, wait a minute. Wasn't that the guy that did the Pikes Peak? Yeah. Right? And, and it was like, oh, my God, yeah. And I can't – I watched that in awe. Yeah. In awe as he slung around curves that I would have been crapping myself off of. Yes, absolutely. Screaming as I died all the way down. And he uh, he was amazing. I know as car guys, we all like to think we're invincible. Yeah, I do that. We, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I <laughs> – I watched no. the video all the way through this oh. afternoon. My palms were wet <laughs> Stop. by the end of it. I'm oh, Puck of time. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He was he was amazing at what he did, and they had uh, there's so much video of him, which is fantastic. So it, it'll be easy to remember. But 
they had a video of him drifting through L.A., through San Francisco, oh through London, uh, through all these cities, and doing incredible stunts. And one of them that I remember, he was driving through L.A., and they've cleared all the streets for him and everything. Sure. You can, you know, people would crap themselves if you did this past them. <laughs> but in one of the shots, they had a low rider with hydraulics that was bouncing, and it would come up. And it would come up and go back down and come up. And one of the times it came up, he slid underneath the car. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, yeah, they do, uh, I, I, I don't know what kind of timing that takes, but that's fairly <laughs> impressive stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, we've, we saw him do really amazingly long jumps in Subarus and Ford Fiestas. Who jumps and, a car, really? Seriously. Anymore. Uh, well, I yeah. used to try to jump some over train tracks, but that's not quite the same. No, 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 no. no. no he's jumping, You're a hooligan, he, not a hoonigan. He, he's yeah. jumping these like dozens of feet like a rally or like a dirt motorbike would be doing. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. doing it with cars. Well, and some of the rally footage you're watching, you're like, oh, I could never do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, his control side. So he kind of like what you were talking about with the, with the low rider and Bunsen. Oh, yeah. So he would have, there would be an object just going to, like, I think they had someone in one of those like, uh, uh, motorized carts, like grocery carts that mm-hmm. someone would sit in uh-huh. and then just kind of motorize. And it was going on the road while he was, as it was going, he was, was donating around, around it. as it, and kind of moving with it or and uh, barely just skimming it. One of the parts of the Pikes Peak video, he comes around a corner and it's getting toward the top. He's just about done. Mm-hmm. But it's a, a sweeping corner with no guardrail on the outside mm-hmm. of it. I don't yes. And he comes around yes. the corner with his back tires off the pavement yes. on that little dirt shoulder. Yes. Lighting it up. And he's perpendicular with the stinking road and completely on it and then straightens out. And, man, he just looks cool as a cucumber in it. And that's when I'd be thinking, we're going to die. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> Hey, Jesus. Yes. How you doing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, ch- I, I met you. <laughs> change your thoughts on religion without a doubt. There's a small story to that particular slide that you're talking about. Is there? He, he walked out and looked at it. Obviously, he's walking the track. And he's, you know, you know, he's taking a look through the whole thing. He did a couple little tests like, okay, what, what can I do? But he, he put a tiny little stack of rocks about a foot high or so, on that same corner and said, I can't pass these rocks. Go back and you watch that video. He smashes that rock from in front of the rear tire. So it's like he went way beyond what he said was his safe zone. Well, he's he's a foot or two from going backwards off the side of that curb. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's the one, too. If he goes down that curb or goes off that cliff, I should say. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, I know what's going to happen because I've seen guys go off that There would no longer be a car, Uh, that's for sure. I think that might be the one where there's that massive boulder field. I believe so. I believe so. (laughs) You come off and it just peels your car apart. You don't even have the vertical guardrails that we call pine trees. It's just rocks. No, pine trees would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been considered soft landing. I've seen some guys wreck, and I think it's that corner they come off. And, you know, the car is skinned. It's got yeah. aluminum or, you know, a steel or whatever it's got on it. And then a pretty radical cage inside for the racers. And it just peels the skin off those. Uh, and, you know, you're sitting there going, I really hope this cage is as good as the guy said it was going to be. Yeah, amen. <laughs> do, do we have time for a small little Ken Block story that, Absolutely. I, that, sure. that literally happened within the last couple of weeks? Sure. So I follow him on Facebook, right? Okay, yeah. You know, he's virtually, he's retired. Okay, yeah. you know he does his Hoonigan thing for for fun and thing. He's not really pro racing, and you know he's not. So what he was doing was taking a lot of time with his kids, and he was traveling a lot. Okay, so 
and I, and I bring this up because and this is why it got brought to my attention and people tagged me in it in this post. He was getting a custom four by four sprinter built. Oh, was he doing an oh, overlander? Yeah, 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 so he could. So he can travel more comfortably with his kids and have kind of more of a base camp because they'd go to all kinds of like different events and cool things. And they didn't want to have to stay at a hotel miles away and then sure. go back yeah. to where they're going. So they wanted to stay where they're at. And he was like, I'm going to give you a little bit of a teaser of this company that the name eludes me, but that's okay. Um, that was drawing out renders of what his van oh. was going to kind of look at. So I had a little bit of the inside and outside. And he was getting, this was only a couple of weeks ago, he was getting a custom built full out in, in Ken Block's vision. Now I'm sure it was I'm sure it was minus the 1400 horsepower because he has to travel with it comfortably, right? (laughs) But I'm guessing it might have had a little extra punch. I wouldn't doubt it. And just the setup, and I was like, I was really excited. I'm like, I don't comment a whole lot on some of these Facebook posts. I was like, I'm getting on there. I'm like, dude, I can't wait. This is going to be sick. This is awesome. My wife and I love ours. We find reasons just to use your ours whether we're traveling or not. And then I put a picture of mine on there, and he fucking commented on it. Oh, oh wow! And he said, that's awesome. Good, you know, good to hear kind of thing. It was a short comment. It was a like. I get it. Well, well but yeah, but to have the, somebody of that caliber, the fact, and, and I was just excited. Like, wow, I'm I'm excited in his world, and it's not even a car world. I'm I'm excited to see him go out traveling. Yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping I cross him one time in my van or go to the same kind of event that he does. Well, you know, what, your story his. gives me two things. One that it's pretty awesome that uh, at least you got to kind of make that mild connection. Uh, it's pretty cool. And the other thing is, don't ever comment on any of my stuff ever. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's wrong with you, but <laughs> okay. Let me let me pull this up. Comments. I think on... that's the most oh, awful wow. thing I've ever said in this show, and it's, we've been doing this for years. <laughs> I don't think that's the most often. It makes top five. God, that's awful. So from Jalopnik and every other stinking Corvette publication <laughs> oh, I yeah. know, uh, a one-off '69 Corvette ZL1 it could bring three. Million. What? Three million. That's a three with six zeros behind it. How do you three that? million dollars at auction. Million. Million. Mm-hmm. R.M. Sotheby's. Is it a capital? It, 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 capital, sure. Okay. Why not? All right. <laughs> R.M. Sotheby's is offering an exceedingly rare 1969 Corvette Stingray ZL1 convertible at its upcoming Phoenix auction. Man. The 69 Corvette convertible may not sound like anything too original, but the big news here is all under the hood. It's an all-aluminum 420, 427 cubic inch ZL1 big block Ooh. V8 motor. Good for... Mm, 560 horsepower. God. Remember when there was a time when that was like, oh my God. And now we're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and this is <laughs> my Civic. Yeah, but has this that. was 560 no. horsepower 53 years ago. Yeah. 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 yeah no. a- and a car that, you What's know. That, yeah. What does that weigh? Uh, it, it's, it's probably real close to three or under. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. They didn't weigh <laughs> much. The car for sale is one of only two Corvette ZL1s to ever get that motor, and it's the only convertible as well. Oh, that's right, uh, Alley. That means truly a one of one. It right. can be yours for an estimated final bid somewhere between $2.6 and $3 million. That's the guesstimate. Jesus. I think there's the possibility it could go for more. 
RM yeah. Sotheby says the ZL1 engine is a lighter and more refined variant of Chevrolet's Iron L88 big block V8. The aluminum block engine is outfitted with upgraded wow. pistons, stronger connecting rods, a modified crank, and a higher lift camshaft. All of this comes together to make 560 horsepower. Mm. It was initially designed as an FIA and NHRA homologation experiment that never really was never really meant to be sold to the public. Uh-huh. The engine also cost quite a pretty penny. If you think about this, back in 69, a Corvette was about $4,800 base price. Okay. $4,800. Bucks. Sounds, sounds like a deal. The Iron Block L88 added another $1,000 to that, so 25% bump in price. If you got the ZL1, it was $3,000 more than the L88. It almost doubled the price of the car, kind of like Corvette ZR1s in 1990 when they came out. So you could have bought a Corvette and a Camaro for the price of the one Z for, oh, the, hell, for the Corvette yes with the ZL, ZL, uh, for the ZL one yeah ZL one package the ZL one was an even uh, the ZL one would cost a buyer forty seven hundred and eighteen on top of the forty eight hundred dollars here's the way to think about that because you know we look at those numbers and I'm like I'll buy three yeah I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. But uh, at that time, at that time, minimum wage, 1969, buck 30 an hour. Was it really? Yeah. Boy. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, when, you, when you're when you around $8,000 for that vehicle, by the time you're all said and done. I can go get my Corvette now. Yeah. No kidding. That wow. was a chunk of freaking change. The ZL1 package did away with the radio, the heater, air conditioning, power windows, power steering, and the fan shroud just to drop weight. Oh, uh, my God. Damn. Yeah. No kidding, man. It's, don't reach in there while it's running yeah. uh, all of that stuff was replaced by a heavy duty suspension package positive traction rear end heavy there duty brakes and transistor transistorized ignition uh, this will be the first time in about 30 years a zl1 corvette has been publicly offered for sale and it may be what it may well become the highest price corvette ever according to rob report the current most expensive corvette ever sold was a 67 uh mid-year L88 coupe that sold for $3.85 million in 2014. To that end, I was at uh, Mecham in their their Glendale, Arizona sale in 2020 uh, in March and saw an L88 coupe go for 2.7. God. And that was a spectacular car. Now, this car has been, in 2014, was restored by Corvette specialist uh, Kevin McKay. Oh, okay. And Kevin uh, is considered to be one of the the finest Corvette restorers in the country, especially now that the neighbor brothers, neighbors brothers are no longer doing it. One of the brothers died. Yeah. And they were considered to be, you know, the the acme of Corvette restoration. There's also been some debate in the past in the Corvette world about whether or not there are only two ZL1s. Uh, there's some documentation here and there. That people claim there's seven. But I can tell you where the two they're talking about are. This one that's coming up at RM Sotheby's, and there's a gentleman who owns a uh, white with black stripe on package down the uh, front fenders and on the hood and on the tail. And he owns a white one, and I can't remember. It, that's a white coupe, and then there's a yellow one with black stripes. 
I can't remember if that's a legitimate car or if it's a, a tribute. Wow. But there are only a, a, a few of these, no matter what the count. And like it said, the uh, the last time one sold has been over 30 years. Are you going to place a bid? Yeah, I couldn't afford the hub, the hubcaps. Oh, no. You, you got blood. <laughs> you don't need it at all. How, how much can you pump out an hour? I don't one, know. One of them's in Dubai. I don't know. They have to cut my kidney in half and take one of the uh, – they have to take one of the kidneys and cut my liver in half. And take, if somebody really side. wants to take half of my liver, I'm going to giggle myself blue. Dubai, there's one in Brazil. There's one in a cave in Munich. <laughs> And I'm sure there's and, one in L.A., the, but it's sitting on blocks and, and it's yeah, stripped. Of course. And the Vatican has one. <laughs> yeah, the, and the Vatican has one. That's right. <laughs> the Pope's secret burnout mobile. It's on some of a bitch in Denmark because they've got all the cool cars. <laughs> the, the, the Pope's got one, but it's it's surrounded by a sneeze, glass. Gu- sneeze guard cage. Yeah. <laughs> that was the cool Pope. Yeah. <laughs> Pope Badass the Sixth. So, so when the smoke Pope, was up, Pope thinking, Wedfoot the Eleventh. <laughs> So when the smoke was going up, thinking the new Pope was being, it's like, no, you're just nah, doing burnout in the basement. Just... <laughs> now, oh, oh, I, yes. I've been wanting to talk to you about this next story for a while. Uh, this I've... came out a few weeks ago, but damn. Yes, yes. And it's worth talking about because <laughs> it is probably the most different, coolest rendition of an actual 911 that you can buy from the manufacturer that has ever come out in, uh, well, a very long time. Well, spill, boy. So from the source of car and driver. <laughs> Didn't cost you a dime, did it? <laughs> um, is, is it is it too old now? It, no, I'm trying to remember who all I'm paying these days. <laughs> oh, uh, think I think I, I think it's those guys at Road and Track, yeah, Johnny yeah, Lieberman, yeah, uh, yeah. or is he over at Motor Trend? Uh, I'm paying somebody. Okay, so there is a new version of the Porsche 911 coming to the lineup: the 911 Dakar. Ooh, you like how I said that? Yeah. The you try it, Mark. It's the 911 Dakar. Ooh, okay, like he says it a lot better. It, yeah. Okay, I suck. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I forgot to tape your wish. Um, which is named for the the Paris Dakar rally race that begin that began in 1978 um, is now in production. Yes, so, yes, it is in production, and my gums have been sweating. Does it and I come keep looking, looking that pictures. way? Does it, it come looking the way it is in the pictures? Well, the, it's, yes. it's an option, and yes. The, now, shit. the roof rack is options, and we'll get into some of the, yeah, the accessories yeah, yeah. here. But the actual, so the base of it, so essentially a rally-prepped Carrera 4 GTS with a 473-horsepower twin-turbo, 3-liter flat 6, and all-wheel drive. That's a flat 6 doing that. Why didn't I ask Santa for that? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Sexy. Because you have Corvettes or something? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they were thinking like. Well, and no, there's that <laughs> There's that other German addition to the garage. Yeah, coming. yeah, yeah. You, you already had, you got, you got a different one. Mm-hmm. Um, the suspension has been raised by two inches. Uh, it features a standard lift system that can give it a 1.2 inch more of ground clearance if needed and uh, set the car uh, to its new off-road driving mode and its automatic raise. It raises itself. So as it needs to, it'll raise and it goes fast enough, it actually lowers back down. Three three and a quarter oh inches God. taller. That's a tall 911. And that they, and they said it would, it would stay at that height up to 105. Yeah. And then oh if you go God. beyond that, it kind of lowers back down, hunkers back down, because obviously you don't, probably don't need the clearance at that point. Well, yeah, at a buck oh five, if yeah. you're hauling across the desert, you've got I other think issues. You're be all right. <laughs> um, and obviously with the with the lift, you got to have cool tires, right? So staggered wheel setup, nineteen inch front, twenty inches in the back, wrapped with Pirelli Scorpion All Terrain uh, Plus tires, specially developed. 
to be more resistant to punctures. That's a pretty serious trend. Dude, that's kind of sexy, too, because that's lifting it up in the back, and that harkens back to my, my high school days. You would jack up anything. We had ridiculous vehicles that were jacked up I in the back. I was so afraid of where you were going to go with I lo- that. I love it when things are I jacked really in the back. I really was. I was terrified you were going to say something. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, actually, I actually like this car. There's not many German vehicles I like, and I'm like, this This is freaking cool. Rad. I, it's I just was different. really. I was totally waiting for you to say, my date looked like a spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, being a rally car, so underbody protection. So you've got stainless steel skid plates uh, basically through the entire like front oh, yeah. and overhanging um, places to add lights. Um the, the Dakar is only 16 pounds heavier than a 911 Carrera 4 GTS with the automatic transmission. So even with the added stainless steel skid plates all around the bottom and the oh. protection up front, it didn't hardly add any weight. Because, one, the rear seats have been removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, lighter weight window glass has been used. It's fitted with the GT3 carbon fiber hood, Carrera S brakes, Turbo S cooling system. These guys just raided the, the 911 parts bin and grabbed every, they, all the good they stuff. They basically took the cool things out of the other ones and just stuck it in this one and just didn't change the powertrain, really. Okay, how fast is this thing? Well, it can hit 0 to 60 in 3.2 seconds. That's nice. quick. Which that's is quick. Not bad. It's a sub-500 horsepower car. Not bad. Man, that's with a, with a roof rack. Remember, that's faster yeah. than, than what the, the, the Ferrari F40 did with what, 470 horsepower? <laughs> so right around the same same right there. And that was only, what, a 3.9, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. And that car weighed less. We are estimating that it's probably going to have an option for like a rear-wheel biased um, drive, even mm-hmm. though it being a normal drive. So with the GTS, uh, PDK um, could hit 0 to 16 in 2.8 seconds. Jeez. But I mean, I, I, that would make sense, right? To have a rear kind of a rear bias to it because you want to slide, you want to make sure you're sliding yeah, that you're thing around the, corners at times. But yet you still want the front grip. You're to doing kinda, that in a car that's got Pirelli Scorpion off-road tires. Yeah, and you're doing <laughs> under three to just over three, depending on what else you go. So with, with that said, you have the PDK option and the manual option. Mm. It just smells like fun. The mm. exterior livery package is pretty cool because they have one that pays tribute to the '84 Paris Dakar winning 911. Um, it's an option, of course. It does look rad. Has the Fuchs style uh, white wheels, racing stripes, racing number decals. But you know what? You know, without that livery, it's still pretty damn cool looking. Yeah. Uh, well, you can order. Yeah. Oh, now here you go. This is the the stuff that you marked that you saw pictures of. Yeah. Um, yes, it can be ordered with a roof mounted cargo basket. Yeah. It features floodlights integrated into the uh, the leading edge. If you want, um, they've got all kinds of. Stuff. They're already coming out with a rooftop tent. Gas cans. Oh, for the I mean, water. whatever you need to do some rallying or just, heck, dude, you could do some overlanding. In Jeez, this. I need, I need a companion with a van. I need a companion with a van. <laughs> it, it needs a friend. It needs a friend. I'll drive your van for you. And, and the cool thing is it's affordable. Uh-huh. With the starting price of a $223,450. It's Elon Musk affordable. Yeah. Yeah. too. It's a little up there, isn't it? Uh, only 2,500 of these are being made, though. Uh, Porsche um, is KG. About whether the second run of limited edition Dakar models will be made oh, available, so they're, so they're going to make them for like one run, and if you don't get it, screw you. And then it's going to be like the 911R, where it's a million freaking dollars. Yeah, if yeah. you want to get one. Speaking but of which, wouldn't the, you think that if this is popular, they'll keep? They might keep it going. No, you don't think so. No, so if it's, it's Porsche. So if it's popular, they're definitely going to stop it, so they can have super we, value. We've made one run, and you did not get any. Yeah, no soup for you. <laughs> tough can you imagine they're going to totally bronco those things you know 
They're going to hit the, the showroom floor at about another 100K above where they were yeah, you're, because you're not going to be able to find it. Oh, them I think one. 100K is pretty conservative. Conservative? That that for that car, it might just because didn't the GT4 RS go for like 100, and that's a Cayman? Oh, it went yeah. for like $100,000 more for a Cayman? I, I saw a few for a buck fifty. Oh over. Oh, God. Oh, over. Oh, over. okay. It's more than I was thinking. I, I wouldn't buy that for that price. No yeah, way. No I don't kidding. care if there's $10 million sitting in my bank just to spend on a car. I and, wouldn't do that. Oh, and by the way, a little aside, speaking of 911 oh, yeah. R, there is one sitting on the aristocrat showroom floor right now. So I got to stick my head in and drool on the houndstooth check oh, leather I'm like, I'm like or houndstooth check cloth interior. Yeah. And, oh, it's been a while since I've seen one of those in person, but I have seen one. They're still as sexy as they time. were. Um, I I had Rhonda's Cayenne up there to have a new battery put in it. Uh, for what I was charged, I should have at least gotten a kiss. <laughs> From no. the battery or the car? Uh, or Rhonda? Uh, from one of the staff. Somebody oh, should have come anybody. out. And, there, there should have been lips. From George, uh, Bob, there should, there should have Dale. been lips, a, a hug, a pat on the back. I know it's okay. A little grease rub on the face. <laughs> yeah, a paper bag while I hyperventilate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get one of these. A gift card to a free and, Subway sandwich. And a little 118th die cast. Because oh, that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. way I'm going to be able to afford one of these suckers. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. Now, the only thing I haven't seen yet is I haven't. They, they haven't released the rooftop tent to see what it actually kind of looks like. But a rooftop tent on a 911 would be kind of A Porsche cool. design rooftop tent, you know it's going to be slick. It's going to look like it's going to look better than the best hotel room you've ever stayed in. <laughs> and it'd be more expensive, too, Probably. than a hotel room that oh, you've Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. I have absolutely no doubt. Now, picture this same kind of build. I would love to do something like this because of knowing of the 911 rallies from oh, back a, in the 80s do i would a love to have on another one i would love to have a 997 Carrera 4s and do a build like this oh absolutely it Who would was be that amazing lady we interviewed uh that did all the cross uh oh amy Lerner. yeah and hers was didn't she have that porsche that i was porsche. drooling over because it was yeah it had the big old four by four tires on it and all this and well, i'm like she, this is a porsche i'd do this one she had an air cooled she had a g-body Oh, yeah, yeah. Really, really I didn't know what cool. you're talking about. That was her about. first one. And oh, you think Amy Lerner for... isn't looking at this coin? Oh. <laughs> I could do it again. She's I could thinking, do it again. She's thinking the same way. I have so much blood. May I come, Morocco? Maybe we ought to talk to her and a see how she feels about day it. for that 16 would be I think. That, hey, Amy, years. if you're listening, we would love to have you back. We could discuss this <laughs> and any other darn thing you hey, like. Amy, call me. I think you Give me a holler. And, nice. Uh, I'm going to interview so I can drive your. Hey, Amy Lerner sitting in her living room listening to this, going, "I am not calling us in." I think you, I think you could have stopped at Amy Lerner sitting in her living room listening to this. She's she surprises the hell out of me. And goes, "Hey, uh, uh, Brett, tell that smart ass that I was." You know, as she's placing her order. I was for the feeling really good about myself till just now. I had a pretty good day. You know, I had made a uh, New Year's resolution not to beat the hell out of somebody. Uh-huh. But tonight, I think I'm going to break it, Mark. <laughs> Wearing that shirt that says punching bag. <laughs> Thanks very little. Kick hey, me. before anything else, before we wrap this up, Mr. Corey, tell yes. us, can you give us a little sneak peek at what's going on with Craving Cars, or is everything big secret? Not a lot of big secret. Actually, uh, just confirmed yesterday, the uh, Serenity the Sprinter van, is going to be at World of Wheels. Oh, very cool. So it's got a spot. Inside. It's got a spot. It will oh, be at wow. World of Wheels. Um, uh, so anybody who wants to come out and see uh, Craving, Mr. Craving Cars himself. Is it, will that be under I'll B be for Behemoth? It'll be under uh, <laughs> U. For F-U. Got it. For Uni- Unicron <laughs> van. No, I don't there know. There you go. 
Umicorm. Uh, maybe I ought to bring a little red Corvette and park behind you. Good. See? It's possible. That sounds like fun. When is World of Wheels? Is that February? It's going to be March. It's going to be March 10th to, so it's Friday. Oh, so good. March, I'll be March back 10th in town. To, uh, to the 12th. Yeah. 10, yes. 11, 12th. Um, coming up in the next couple of weeks, we've got a gentleman coming on who did a, a pop up dealership at Monterey this year. Pop up dealership? Pop up dealership. Just oh, holy hell. Bam, who, here we are. Had some really cool stuff, uh, which included an unseen. Uh, Porsche 356 hadn't been out in the light of day in a long, long time. Ooh. Also have the a gentleman who publishes Garage Style Magazine going to come and talk to us about all the cool stuff he's got there. Oh, nice. And nice. the 25th of this month, I will be jetting away to Scottsdale to go cover Barrett Jackson. Ooh. And then uh, Ooh. Racing, ba- a good one. racing back home, doing laundry, going to San Diego for my sister's wedding. And racing back home, and a few weeks after that, going back to Amelia Island and staying in that really incredible house in Jacksonville. Did you finally find some other roommates so you're not stuck with the huge... Yeah, Seth Burgett. Oh, my God. He's bringing, cool. his, he's bringing the whole Gateway Bronco crew, and he's going to oh be my, down there. That will be so wild. And he'll bring all that high-end uh, whiskey. Yeah. Like when, oh, like no, when no, we no, were no. talking with those him. Were the, those were the guys he had for guests. I would really like to encourage him <laughs> to invite the Rob Ward from Legacy EV back. Uh, Please, Rob, for the love of God. <laughs> Rob, I apologize for using that hugely overpriced uh tequila to make margaritas those are the best margaritas we've ever 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 had also the most expensive uh any any bar in the world would have just gone nuts over that also uh mr watt mr ped watt is going to join us oh, and amelia Pat, yeah. briefly yep I remember hey, him talking i saw about a picture of him out. on a uh, facebook dude's dropped some, some a lot he's dropped he's over 50 pounds yep sexy well done, yeah. Ped. Yeah, he's doing, yeah, he's he doing is, very good for himself. He is a shadow of his former self, so congratulations Literally. on that, Ped. Very well done. Literally. Nice. So um, I will like to uh, throw out there, when I say World of Wheels, uh, the Kansas City World of Wheels. Oh, yes, yes. There, there are no, more than you're one. not going to travel with them? There are more than one. So yeah. just in case and someone's could be somewhere else going, oh, the great car is going. Well, be. and before you find yourself there, maybe we ought to have a conversation with Mr. Larry Way, who organizes all of that yeah. good stuff. Larry, if you're listening, love to have you back on yeah, the show. Absolutely. I'll be calling you. It'll be, it'll be fun. And uh, as far as the rest of the year, uh, there are probably going to be some pretty cool things coming up for Craven Cars. So if I, you wanted to discuss it, uh, we got a lot of things and some meetings with a couple of people this month. Lots of cool things coming up. So I don't want to say anything until I we have the meetings. I would encourage you to leave the first weekend in May open. Okay. I think your van would be a big hit down at McPherson. Ooh. So there's a thought, too. Yes. Thank you much. so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and on LinkedIn as Dr- at Driven Radio Show Podcast. I am Brett Hatfield for Mark L. Groves yep. and Corey Pratt. Yep. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio.